This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. God bless you, family. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. This is Solid Talk speaking out loud in depth. The title of tonight's Solid Talk is not clickbait. It says preparing to lose my job. So I want to have this discussion tonight. I want to have this discussion because for those of you who don't know, some of you have been watching for a while might have heard me say this just in passing or in one of the solid talks, but I do work for the federal government and the federal government has issued mandatory inoculation. You know what I mean? I don't even want to say the the real word because I don't know what type of scrutiny YouTube is really doing these days. So some people say the jab, some people say the solution. Personally, I don't like them messing with my stuff. So I'm, I like to use code words. I might say inoculation. I might say the, the jab, the Jeezy, the VZ or something like that. So if you hear me say something like that, just know that um, that's what I'm referring to. But hopefully we'll be able to follow. And I want to go ahead and open up, not right now, but I'm going to go ahead and open up the uh, link for anyone to join in a little bit later. And y'all don't have to censor yourselves like me. Feel free to speak freely. But I just want to kind of get that out the way before we even really get into it. And so I do work for the federal government and they are requiring that people receive the jab. And I think it's either that or you need to get tested something like every three days. Every three days they want to test you and make sure that that you are not carrying this disease, this virus. So uh, I saw this coming. You know what I mean? At first, it kind of started off before it became federally mandated. I started seeing the emails just kind of briefing people about precautionary measures and what to do, how to how to treat. I mean, they ain't really they never tell you how to treat it. But you know what I mean? Like what to do, where to get vaccines and stuff like that. And then our director sent an email, a couple of emails, strongly encouraging us to take the solution and yeah so i knew it was inevitable that this would happen and some of you might have heard me say before especially the few of you that know me know me personally might have heard me say that i've always kind of had this in the back of my mind that i would never finish my career as a federal employee now, my expectation wasn't that it would be because of this that we find ourselves in. I always thought that it would be the PC culture, the politically correctness that would get me because my my thing was they'll eventually find out that I have this channel and accuse me of hate speech. Now, y'all know we who are truly followers of Christ, we don't hate anybody. But it just so happens that the word of God is countercultural right now. So if you simply just say what the Bible says about certain topics, certain issues, and we know what those issues are, if you just simply say that, then people accuse you of of, of hate speech. They accuse you of, um, you know, spreading bad propaganda and all of these other things that they want to do because there's a very concerted effort to control the narrative in this country. 
I made a video years ago and I said, World War Three uh, is a war of words. And we talked about how exactly what we're seeing today. We talked about how people are going to use words and try to censor words in order to create a reality, in order to create a world that works for them. So we know that God created everything by words. The Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. We know that Jesus Christ is the word. When God spoke, he said, let there be light and there was light. So we know that God uses words, right? And so the devil knows this as well. And what he tries to do is he tries to uh, villainize certain words that work against him. And then he tries to introduce and popularize other words that work toward his agenda. So this is why you can't even have a conversation on Twitter without coming across 15 words that didn't even exist 20 years ago, some of them 10 years, five years ago, because it seems like every week there's a new set of new set of words, new set of rules, new set of genders, new set of everything because they're trying to create a new world order. And so I've always had this expectation that I wouldn't finish my career as a federal employee, but I thought it would be the, the gospel itself that would do me in. But it turns out <laughs> here we have a, uh, this pandemic, we have this, this virus that's on our hands right? And there has been a hysteria that has been created around it to the point where people have been so, there's been such a psychological operation that's been done on folks that you really can't present facts. You can't tell them anything otherwise, because some folks are fully convinced that this is the end all be all and that the jab is really their only way out. So before I go any further, I want to get this disclaimer out as well. To each his own, if you've taken it. I Most of my family has taken it. I have friends that have taken it. Um, the way I see it is this. Everybody has a prayer life. And when I say everybody has a prayer life, what I mean is every human on earth has, has the access to be able to talk to God if they so choose. Meaning if you if you if you want to talk to God, you give your life to Christ and you begin to form a relationship with him. So everybody has the ability to have a prayer life. So my thing is you pray to God and if, if you feel comfortable in taking it to each his own. Now, what this thing actually is, time is going to tell. OK, it could be it could be nothing. It could literally be exactly as is marketed. It could be a medical inoculation that's designed to save lives. And if that's the case, bless God, I'm, I'm happy. But it could be a whole multitude of things. And if you talk to believers, there's a myriad of ideas about what this actually is. Some people are on the end of the spectrum where they think it's perfectly safe and you can take it. And some believers are on the complete opposite end of the spectrum where they literally think that it's the mark. Right now, I don't think it's the mark because of a few things, a few things that have to happen before that's introduced. You know, you got to have the beast come on the scene. You got to have the man of sin revealed. You got to have the great falling away. 
Uh, it's got to be done on your right hand or your or on your forehead. There's a whole lot of things that have to happen, biblically speaking. However, uh, a lot of the Bible is spiritual. So even though I don't think it's the mark, you're not going to hear me say that it's not the mark. <laughs> I'm not willing to say that just yet. You know what I mean? And the reason why is because there's a compulsion that is unlike anything I've ever seen in my lifetime before. I believe that it should be optional to each his own. Um, but it just seems like how the Bible says without the mark, you can't buy or sell. Now what I'm seeing happen is companies. Oh, I just realized I got the wrong thing scrolling across the screen. <laughs> what I realized is that companies. Um, sorry about that. Companies are mandating that in order for you to have your job, you have to have this shot. And so it's compelling people to get it. So while I'm not saying that, I don't think this, while I don't think this is the mark, that's a brand new sentence. While I don't think this is the mark, uh, this is extremely mark-like. Uh, this is at minimum a precursor of what it's going to be like, what it's going to feel like. And I am really coming to grips with the prospect of not having my job now one thing about me i do believe i know that the lord placed me in this job and i'm very happy where i am for a few reasons um by the grace of god i've never wanted for anything you know what i mean i'm used to having a job this job or a job similar um and basically, it kind of affords me the opportunity to be able to support this ministry, have time for this ministry, and have a steady source of income at the same time. But what I think will probably end up happening, if it's not this whole inoculation incident, I think eventually this is just going to happen either way. Uh, God is going to take me out of the comfort zone that I'm in. This particular job happens to be very comfortable and it is God is my provider, but it is a very uh, comfortable. It, it provides me a lot of provision by the grace of God. It provides me a lot of provision and I'm grateful for that, you know, but now I have to realize that. And all of us, many of us who are in a similar situation, we have to realize that we are in a season where we're going to have to begin to really live by faith. Now, if you've been walking with the Lord, you've had seasons in your life where you have had to live by faith. Many of us have had trials and tribulations. Some of us are going through things right now, and we have definitely demonstrated faith. But collectively, many of us who are going to opt not to take this inoculation, we are going to have to have biblical faith. I'm talking like Abraham. I'm talking like David when he fought Goliath. I'm talking like Gideon when he only had 300 soldiers. This is the type of faith that we're moving into in this season because, quite frankly, that's just where we are. You know what I mean? Now, this is going to be a fight. This is going to be a fight. And 
by the grace of God, maybe even the people who are not believers are still going to be fighting on behalf of those who believe in personal freedom. And this is one of the reasons why this is being done. It's a measure of control because in order for the Antichrist to actually come on the scene, he has to be able to rule over one collective worldwide government. Okay, he's going to be a world ruler. All of the kings of the earth and things like that, they're going to be under him. Now, one problem that stands in the way of that is America, because America is land of the free, home of the brave. So historically, we we, we don't rock like that. <laughs> you know, the whole control thing, the whole communism thing, that's not what we do. Okay, so there's things that are being done that are systematically trying to break the American spirit. And to be quite honest, a lot of it has been broken, but there's still a lot of, of what I call red-blooded Americans. There's another word that I want to use, but <laughs> I can't say it because I, I think it's politically incorrect. But, um, but I'm going to use a different word. What we really need or what not, I'm not gonna say what we need, what could really help right now is just to have some hillbillies. I think that's a safer word. We need some good old hillbillies to just stand up with some shotguns, you know, with some with some rifle. And I'm not saying to start a war, I'm not talking about violence, but what I'm saying is we have a fight on our hands, and first and foremost, it's a spiritual fight. But what I'm saying is there's a very concentrated effort. This administration that we have now is a very uh it's very is is intentionally trying to destroy and crush american freedom their freedoms that are being taken away every day and they're using livelihood you know if you want your job you have to comply to what we say they're using livelihood in order to be able to control people and this is why I believe that the administration we have right now is judgment from God. You know what I mean? I, everybody's looking and, and seeing how things have gotten crazy. We're going into, uh, we're having issues in other countries. You see what happens in Afghanistan. You see what's happening across the country with all sorts of issues. You see the type of um, leaders that we have in place. They're just weak. Right. And I believe that that is a judgment for, from God, even the president. A lot of people are questioning whether he'll even be able to finish the term. You know what I mean? And then if he doesn't finish the term, then who do we have in the backup? <laughs> so this is where we are. Um, I think that all of the sin, all of the abortion, all of the, the killings, all of the uh, agendas, the LGBT and all of the fornication and all of the the pride that has happened in this country, I believe that has reached God. Um, and as a result, we're going through some things. And so what I want to do it right now is I'm going to go ahead and put the link to be able to join this discussion. If anybody wants to join in, you should be able to join with your cell phone or with your computer. You don't need necessarily to show your face, but it would be nice. <laughs> it would be nice. Um, but what I realize is that 
what this could possibly be doing in my life personally is God is 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 changing my dependency. You know, I depend on God, but to be quite honest, it's like when you have a steady job, you know what I mean? And you've pretty much been able to live comfortably. Okay. Uh, sometimes it can, it can possibly interfere with your dependence on God. And we've taught on this channel before about how this walk is a declaration of dependence. You know how they have a declaration of independence in America? Well, when we get saved, we're acknowledging that we need God in every area of our lives. So, so when you take on this walk and you bear that cross and you decide to follow Christ and put your hand to the plow and God becomes your father. Another word for father, I learned this from Sister Sharon, is that father means source. So if God is truly your source, then what that means is that he becomes your dependency. All right. And so there's a lot of things that are happening with this ministry that that uh, that I might just be propelled in doing because I don't even have a choice. <laughs> you know, right now I can kind of go to work and I can kind of, you know, lead this ministry and, and I try to do the best I can or whatever. But but there's a lot of loose ends and things I need to really get in place, a lot of ducks I need to get into a row, a lot of consistency that I need to reach. And I just might have to be an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? I, I'm just going to have to get it how I live. I'm just going to have to survive. And I'm okay with that because that's what I advocate. Now, I might not be banking like I'm banking now. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's just something I'm going to have to get used to. But the fact of the matter is, by the grace of God, I live well below my means. I'd like to think, you know, I treat myself every now and then. I like to travel every now and then. But for the most part, if you talk to people that really know me, they they don't think I spend a lot of money because I don't. You know what I mean? Without what, what I'll spend money on is like something I need. So, for example, my camera, my lenses, uh, those things are really expensive. Um, but like, you know, clothes, I treat myself every now and then, but I don't really be doing too much because I don't go nowhere. <laughs> I don't go anywhere. So um, my thing is. If it turns out that I end up needing to leave my job, because here's the thing, I could take the little test every three days, but eventually there, if they continue at this pace, eventually what's going to happen is they're going to be like, all right, we're not doing these tests every three days. It's too, it's taking up too many resources. It's too labor intensive. It requires too much effort you just need to get the shot and when they say that then it's going to be that real hard line that's in the sand where it's like okay i guess this is genuinely the end the other thing about it is i saw a video online and i, I need to fact check this myself but this lady was making a point that like even the ingredients on the test when you get the test they stick it up your nose which i don't like at all but even the ingredients on the um, the swab are not healthy for you. So I don't even want the thing that I don't even want to test if the test is unhealthy for me <laughs> because it's like, dang, I can't even get the jab. And I, now I can't even get the test. You know, I can get it. But what are you putting on that swab? I realized through this whole situation 
just how much of a um how much lack of trust I actually have for the government. Um, I never consider myself an quote anti-vaxxer, but this has made me realize I kind of am. <laughs> like if I'm being honest, I realize I I kind of am because what reason do I have to 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 think that they're safe? You know what I mean? Look at Tuskegee. Um, I saw a video earlier today, or maybe it was yesterday I saw it, about in the 70s, they came up with something for the swine flu and people started getting sick from that. So a, a, um, a shot for the swine flu. So my thing is, I don't have any reason to trust these people. I don't know these people. I don't know what they, I don't know anything like that. I'd rather put my trust in God. If you want to trust them, more power to you. I don't, I'm not... I don't think any less of you or nothing like that. But as for me and my house, <laughs> that's just the way I feel about it. And right now, my house is just me. So that's just kind of how I feel about it. Um, but it means that I'm moving into a state of dependency. God has blessed me with a lot of, of uh, gifts and talents. So I might as well start advertising now. Look, your boy do videos. So if you got some Christian music videos, you need me to shoot and edit. I can do that. If you got some Christian short films, we can work on that. You need your lawn cut. We can do that. <laughs> you need your haircut. We can do that. I cut my own hair. You know what I mean? So um, that's pretty much what it is. I'm just going to have to get it how I live. I'm just going to have to trust God. Maybe manna need to fall from heaven. but just like I said in that song called Pandemic, by all means, I won't take that vaccine. And it ain't no cap in my raps. You know what I mean? A lot of people kind of slept on that video. It was a little video to, that a song the Lord gave me like that morning. He woke me up and gave me that song. I wrote the song that day. I think I recorded it like that day or the next day or something like that. Shot the video same day. So it's a really chill, low budget type video. But if you go back and revisit that song, that song was on the money pretty much like at least 90 percent of what i said in there we see coming to fruition and uh bless god for that you know but like i said by all means i won't take that vaccine now that's just me like i said y'all can do what y'all do um god bless you <laughs> that's all i have to say but you know my mom's taking it she's doing all right as far as i can tell now, that, now, the other thing is, you know that you got to go back and get boosters. They're talking about every six months, you got to get a booster because they have the variants. So we have the Delta variant. I think I read recently, they they coming out with a new variant. They coming out with these variants like it's strains of weed. You know how they got the weed and you nickname the weed. So uh, I heard something one time about a Lambda variant. I don't know if they're still talking about that. And then I saw another variant. So once you kind of enter into this system of being up to date, you're basically turning into like a com like a computer. You know, every six months they got to install antivirus software onto you. And my thing is. It doesn't even work <laughs> like I can see if it worked, but it doesn't even work. And what I mean by that is. Uh, it doesn't stop you from getting it. And it doesn't stop you from spreading it. 
Now, initially, when they when they told folks to get it, the president said almost verbatim, he said, if you get it, you don't you no longer need to wear a mask. If you get it, you no longer need to wear a mask. But then they came out with the Delta variant and then they told the people you got to start wearing the mask again, depending on where you are. So you see how the goalpost keeps moving. You know what I mean? 15 days of slow to spread has turned into like two years or something like that. And it so it it doesn't stop you from getting it. It doesn't stop you from spreading it. What they're saying now is that if you get it, it just reduces your symptoms. So you won't have as many complications as you would have had had you not had it. And my thing is this. I'm in a low risk group, so God forbid, but if I beat it, I mean, if I get it, I'm going to beat it. <laughs> I'm going to beat it. You know what I mean? I'm going to beat it like a case. <laughs> if I get it, I'm going to beat it. You know what I mean? And if I don't beat it, I'm just going to be with the Lord in heaven. But it's a win-win situation. It's it's a very low risk, low risk for my age group. So I don't see the point. And I also don't understand why you we can't do antibody tests because st some studies have shown that the antibodies are actually even more effective than the actual shot themselves so why is it why isn't it that people can't get the antibody test to see if you already have your immune system fighting against it you know i don't think i've had it but it wouldn't surprise me if if it's as contagious as they claim it is it wouldn't surprise me if I just had it and I didn't notice and I have antibodies and my immune system just fought it and I'm good. And if that's the case, I shouldn't need to get a shot. But that's what they want you to do. I had two aunts. My aunts live in Virginia. They work in hospitals. Well, one works in like a hospital or the other. I think both of them work in a hospital, but one is more of like a nursing home or something like that. During the pandemic, they had to get tested every week, like every Tuesday they had to get tested. They never tested positive for the shot. I mean, excuse me, my bad. They never tested positive for the virus. But after they got the shot, that's when they actually tested positive. And then, then they had to quarantine for 14 days. And I'm looking, I'm just looking at this with the good sense that God gave me. And I'm just saying, well, look, they did, they went a whole year without even getting it, working in a hospital. And now all of a sudden, as soon as they get the, the, the shot, they come up with it. So what part of the game is that? <laughs> Somebody help me understand what part of the game is that? Um, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. We have a Goliath on our hands. Unfortunately, this country has been weakened so much because they have taken away. They've, they've done a whole lot to remove masculinity. They've done a whole lot to remove logic and fight because that's what masculinity brings. It brings logic, order and fight. So there's very few people that you see standing up against this and there's very few people that you see that are clothed and in their right mind regarding this issue 
if you see what's going on and you come and you just study and you just have a rational conclusion that it's in your best interest to take it, fine. You know what I mean? But there's some people that have been so brainwashed that you can't even have a genuine conversation with them. You know what I mean? It's like whatever CNN or whoever tells them, they just parrot it just like a parrot. So um, that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with this issue. If you have any thoughts about it, weigh in. But what I'm going to do right now, we're about 30, close to 30 minutes in. I'm about to go to some comments and really just kind of get you guys thoughts about this. Uh, I apologize for being away for like a month. I was just thinking, man, during that month, I was like, there is a lot going on. <laughs> and I, I was I felt some type of way not being there to offer some insight into the things that we see happening around us because i don't know to what degree this ministry is people's sole source of being fed you know and what i mean by that is some people that watch this channel have church homes and they just kind of watch this on the side. Some people that watch this channel might watch a whole bunch of YouTube channels and this just happens to be one of them. I don't know if there's someone that's like this, you know, this is the only place I eat and, you know, I get my Bibles. I don't know. Maybe I doubt it. But, you know, if that's the case, I'm honored. Bless God. <laughs> but my point is, I felt some type of way being away with so much going on. But my thing was like, it's still going to be going on when I get back. And we got to figure out how to fight this. Um, Like-minded people need to mobilize because this is an issue of freedom. This is, an, this is a spiritual fight as well as an issue of freedom in this nation. And uh, I think it's going to end up turning into a fight. You know what I mean? It, it has to because even though I think statistically they claim like 70% of people have been inoculated, let me look it up right now and see if it tells me. You know, even though it, uh, okay, as of right now, okay, this is according to usafacts.org, and it says 63% of the population have received at least one dose. 53% are fully jabbed. So 63%, <laughs> that means about two thirds, close to, um, yeah, close to two thirds. So if you got two thirds of the country feel some type of way, it's pretty safe to say anybody that hasn't gotten it by now, pretty much like they ain't getting it. <laughs> so it's like one third against two thirds. And it ain't that I want to see conflict or anything like that, but you can't have a third of the nation lose their jobs over something stupid and expect there not to be any backlash. You know, you just can't have that. And uh, there's going to be that. And it means we're going to have to be bold. It means that we're going to have Goliath on our hands. If you look at Goliath, Goliath was basically in D.C. We call it faking. F-A-K-I-N. He was faking for 40 days in front of Israel. He was basically calling their bluff like none of y'all can beat me. None of y'all can do anything to me. And there had to be one person in David who decided, hey, I'm not the one. 
I've seen God move in my life. I've been out there tending to the sheep. I fought off lions and bears and all sorts of other animals. And if I know I can beat them, I can beat you. So I'm not worried about the numbers. I am happy that it's only 63 because I did think it was higher than that. But, you know, you, you get these things, you get the boosters. We see, I think New York was one of the first states to where you can't really do anything without having a little card. Um, I saw on a brother in Christ, brother Jacob Van Dyke. He's a very um, bold brother in Christ. I think his ministry is called Soul Soul Savior Ministries or something like that. But, uh, but anyway, um, I saw where he tried to go into a firehouse subs and he couldn't get a sandwich because he didn't have that little card that they give you. So this thing is marked like it's certain things that you can and cannot do. And, and, and this is serious. And we've talked about this on this channel for years now. This, this should not, anybody who's been following me for a long enough time, this should not take us by surprise at all. I did a video a couple years ago called what if, and I was just talking about what if all of the things that we talk about on this channel and in the Bible, what if it actually starts to happen? How would we actually respond? You know, what if the Bible is true <laughs> and we're going to go through some of these things that we read about? So here we are in the midst of, at minimum, a precursor. And uh, we're just going to have to figure out how to deal with it. Those of us who opt like me not to take it. You know, some folks might take it. I, I, like I say, I have friends that have taken it. It is what it is. But that's just what's going on. I greet everybody in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm not going to do the name since we're trying to convert this into a podcast right now. But I, I praise God for each and every one of you. I see you here. And I want to... Start looking at the comments. Tatiana says, some anti-needle people are fighting for the freedom of U.S. rather than standing up for the gospel. Many are still wearing a mask, but are against the jab. I understand what you're saying, sister. You know, I, I wear it to go into these stores, but to be honest with you, I can care less about it. You know what I mean? I just want to get my little, my little chocolate from CVS like I did today. <laughs> <laughs> and and just get in and get out. But that's kind of how it got to this point. We didn't push back on the shutting down. We didn't push back on the mask. And, and now there's not enough pushback on the needle. So that's what we kind of see. And I understand your point. You're saying that some anti-needle people are fighting for the freedom of the U.S. rather than standing up for the gospel. Now, I want to say something about that as well, because we as believers have to be mindful about who we allow ourselves to align with. Now, I mentioned earlier, we need some hillbillies. <laughs> I would love some hillbillies to, 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 to pick up some of them, uh, you know, them Wild Wild West things and just stand for what they believe in. I think that would help. But as far as uh, aligning ourselves, we as believers have to just focus on the gospel because, A, you don't want to be unequally yoked with people. That's the first thing. But also, people, who, there are a lot of people who are, who believe 
the way we believe or who feel the way we feel on this issue, but they're not saved and they might not have it all together in other areas of their lives. And so sometimes we can be quick to just like, oh, this person fighting for it and, and they on there cussing and, <laughs> you know, saying the F word every five seconds. And it's like, I get it. I kind of like that they agree with me in this area, but I don't know if that's somebody I can really fully endorse. You know, I can I can uh, agree in that specific area. And if they, you know, put up a petition or something that, that makes sense, I can maybe sign it or something like that. But as far as like just aligning, we got to be a little bit, we got to exercise some discernment in that area. And the other thing is, these people will take the most what the media will do is they will take the most radical people and they will show something that the most radical people do and then they will show that as if to say we're presenting both sides but they will take the craziest person and and the reason why they do that is because they want to let other people see the crazy person and say all of those people who think like him or who agree with him, they must be crazy too. So all of these anti-jabbers are, uh, they're lunatics, they're conspiracy theorists, they're crazy. I saw one, I saw one video. I'm gonna see if I can find it real quick. Oh uh, man. And in the video, there was a guy in New York and he owned a business and he was not letting vaccinated people come into his establishment. And if you look at the video, I think they had this on CNN. If you look at the video, the guy was really weird. He was really jittery, jittery. He couldn't look the guy in the, he couldn't look the camera in the eye and and I saw a few Christians who were sharing a video and they were kind of big up in the dude like, like, yeah, this dude is, uh, you know, I like his stance because he's just showing how ridiculous it is. All of these mandated policies. And I'm looking at it spiritually and I'm like, they put this man on there on purpose because he something is off with him and they want everybody else to see him. And be like, man, all those people, all oh, he on there looking crazy. And so sometimes as believers, we can be so, so overzealous um, that, that we will just agree with the first person that we feel validates us. And we have to exercise a little more patience. The Bible says, be slow to speak, be slow to speak. I'm trying to... <laughs> I'm trying to search this guy so y'all can see what I'm talking about. If I don't get it right now, what I'll do is I'll come back and I'll put the link in the comment section of this video so y'all can see. It was kind of old. This was like two months ago. That's old these days. Um, give it one more shot. And if I don't find it, we're just going to let it go. New York business owner won't allow vaccinated people to enter. Um, okay. See, they, they got all of the, they, they not understanding what I'm trying to search. 
<laughs> they don't understand. It's been too much news since then for me to get the result I'm looking for. So for right now, we're just going to keep it moving. But Lord willing, I'm going to come back and share that video in the comment section. And y'all can see the guy was just like kind of answering the questions really weird and looking off to the side. And I'm like, man, they did that on purpose. It wouldn't surprise me if if he didn't even actually do that. I, th I think some of these people, they just hired to just do something ridiculous so then they could say, OK, all of these. Anti-jab people are just ridiculous and we got to have the discernment not to fall for that. But unfortunately, the NPCs, what I call the non-playable characters, which when I say that, <laughs> Sister Stephanie say I got a, a, a nickname or a code name for everything, but. An NPC at this point is basically a mindless zombie, somebody whose mind has been turned to mush, somebody who has fallen for the strong delusion, somebody who doesn't have any critical thinking skills for themselves. As far as I'm concerned at this stage in the game, you know, nothing against them, but you're just a non-PC. I mean, you're just an NPC at this point, a non-playable character, <laughs> and, and I'm trying to win. So... So that's that. Sister Pammy asked a question. Has anyone in the chat experienced uh, the pandemic yet or the uh, the disease yet? They probably answered already, but I know a few people who have. I know a couple of believers who have had it. And that brings me to a point I wanted to, to emphasize earlier, which is that I'm not saying that it's not real. But I believe that multiple things can be true at the same time. I believe that it can be real. I can believe that it can be have been created in a lab. I can believe that it is a political tool that's being used for control. I can believe that the devil is using it. And I can also believe that it's the judgment of God. I can believe all five of those things at the same time, and they don't contradict one another. If you really think about it, you know, God used the devil to work in Job's life because he had a greater purpose in Job's life because he was trying to prove something to the devil. So God was, was sovereign above it, but the devil was working, you know what I mean? At the same time. So who really knows? I received what uh, Moni E says, no, Greg, don't speak it. God is covering you. You won't lose your job. Praise God. If I don't praise God, but if I do, you know what I mean? It just, it just means I'm going to have to get it how I live. You know what I mean? There's, there's two types of people in life. There's, there's people who are going to go out and get it. And there's people who won't. This is, <laughs> this is survival of the fittest. You know, you can't just be out here doing any type of thing. And this is why we have to have faith in God because Ultimately, the Bible says that promotion is not from the east or the west or the south, but it's from the Lord. So wherever we find ourselves, if there's a door that's open to you, it's the Lord. Now, I personally kind of believe this, though, because I, I think as far as his ministry is concerned, there's a lot more that God wants me to do in terms of expanding it. Right. I, I, I don't want to speak too much of it. Because the word coming into this year was keep it to yourself. So I'm not going to say everything that I believe the Lord wants to come out of this ministry. But I will say that I believe that it's going to expand in terms of what we do. 
and things like that. So, you know, I hope I don't. And I also believe that I would I would love to believe that I can do both at the same time. But if God got to kind of kick me in my butt a little bit to be totally dependent on him, if he's looking at it like, hey, you used to this coming in, then so be it. You know, there's a couple of things that I'm seeing happen in my life or decisions that I've made that are starting to make a little bit more sense now. I kind of had it in my mind that I wasn't going to make any major decisions until either 2022 or until I got married. Right. So. You know, like a car, for example, I kind of want to. So I drive a 2008. And, and my 2008 only has 83,000 miles on it. So that shows you how little I drive. And the reason why is because I take the train to work. So anyway, um, I want a new car just because I want a new car. But I never get one because I'm like, I just don't drive enough to justify it. Like it doesn't, I can't bring myself to really need it. <laughs> You know what I mean? If it turns out I do need it, then maybe I'll buy a new one. But as much as I would like a new one, I just want to upgrade. I want some new features. I want a new look and stuff like that. I just I can't justify it because I don't really need it. Um, You know, and then my house, by the grace of God, I paid off my house this year. And I wasn't really planning on doing that, but then I was I, I was binge watching Dave Ramsey, and he <laughs> he just kept talking about how we shouldn't be in debt, and the Bible say you ain't supposed to be in debt. I'm like, man, well, let me just let me get out of debt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me pay off this house. So I did that, and now I'm starting to kind of like wonder. All right, if it turns out, God forbid, that I'm not supposed to be at the job I'm at now those choices that I've made, they've kind of freed me up to be able to, um, to, to, to sustain, to be able to sustain better, you know? Uh, so it is what it is. And that's why women, you know, when you look for a, a, well, you shouldn't be looking for a husband, but you know, when you're considering a husband that God might bring your way, you can't look at this man of God and be like, oh, he has this, he has that, he has a nice job or something like that. Because if it's a true man of God, there's no telling what type of faith God is going to require of him. So he might have something one day and you're like, okay, my husband doing well, he doing this and that. And then because it's impossible to please God without faith, God might tell him like, like Abraham, like he told Abram, Abram was married to Sarah. He told Abram, come from out of your father's house and go into a land which I've showed you. They were doing all right where they were beforehand. So imagine how Sarah had to feel when she's with this guy. Like he he doing all right. We're doing fine. But now he's saying that God told him to get up and leave. So they go and leave and he's amongst these foreign people. And then he's saying, tell them that I'm your sister and tell them that. But they kept the faith. And what happened? God was able to sustain them. He gave Abraham great wealth. He gave Abraham a legacy. So there was a faith walk. <laughs> when you <laughs> uh, when you put your hand to the plow in this walk, you can't look back. Jesus said, whoever puts his hand to the plow and and and, and looks back, he's not worthy of me. 
So that has to be our mindset um, when we're when we're walking this walk. We we look. I love nothing more than to just be like everybody else, get my little jab, go go travel the world like I was planning on doing anyway. Um, you know, take my wife on a vacation, work my nine to five, raise my kids, all that. That'd be lovely. But <laughs> I've been called to a faith walk. And that means I'm going to have some challenges. One of my old pastors, he married his wife. And as soon as they got married, he lost his job. And he had reached a low point where he's just sitting there like, what am I going to do? Obviously, the marriage is getting rocky because I think they were pregnant at that time. And what am I going to do? He had to have faith. He ended up bouncing back. They got a church now. They got two two teenage boys. They're doing very well for themselves. So I praise God for them. Tatiana says children can't start school unless they have certain vaccines. We Why haven't we protested that in the past? We have been controlled no longer. Uh, excuse me. We have been controlled longer than we are aware of. Can't drive without DI, driver's license, etc. I understand what you're saying. Um, I, I I understand what you're saying. Certain things un, I, make sense to me. I understand why we need a driver's license. Cause look, I hope it ain't y'all, but some people out there can't drive. <laughs> Personally, I think they need to make the driver's license stricter. I need. I think the road tests need to be stricter because I don't know what folks be out there doing. So I understand the purpose for identification. I understand the purpose of driver's license. I understand Romans 13, which is obey the laws of the land. However, if you look at somebody like the three Hebrew boys, they were men of God. But when it came to the point where it interfered with their belief, that's when they no longer obeyed. They no longer obeyed the government. They no longer bowed to what well, they never did bow to that golden statue. And as far as the other shots and stuff like that, we're just born when we're born. So we're we're taught that, you know, they had the polio vaccine and the mumps and the measles and stuff like that. And I guess the chicken pox. Um, so most of us have gotten some shot at, at some point. But I just believe that things are different now. The government was never really trustworthy, but I think that we're entering a season where they're even less trustworthy than before. And I'm not studied up on vaccines enough to really know about what a lot of the anti-vaxxers say about autism and stuff like that. But I do know that a lot of people believe that vaccines actually cause a lot of the issues that we see today. So I don't know the science behind that. So I'm not going to speak about it. But y'all know how I feel about science in general. I think it's a little bit overrated um, to me. And I believe in science, but I believe science is just simply man trying to understand God. But I think science has turned into man trying to play God. And that's a whole different thing. If you want to understand God, 
God bless you. But when you get into creating embryos and creating humans and doing abortions and, uh, uh, you know, cause, cause what the jab actually is a lot of people, we call it a quote unquote vaccine, but it's actually not a traditional vaccine. A traditional vaccine is when you introduce something to your body like you introduce the virus to your body and then your body builds up the immunity to be able to fight it what this actually is is it it is a mrna uh shot that goes into your body and it joins itself to your genetic code somehow so I don't know the full science behind mRNA, but it basically kind of like uh, it puts a little break in the RNA and then it inserts itself and it creates what's called a spike protein. And that spike protein is effectively uh, is supposed to like begin to prepare your body or condition your body to be able to fight it or something like that. So it's not even what we're used to. It's it's this technology has been around for a while, but as far as it actually being used in humans, it's experimental. So I don't plan on being a lab rat. That's just me. Uh, this thing they 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 came out with it. It was called Operation Warp Speed. I ain't in no rush. <laughs> I ain't in no rush. I can sit back like this. I wait, let me see what happened in five years. Let me see what happened in 10 years. You know, 15. I don't I just want to make sure y'all don't turn into zombies or anything like that. But <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. Glory to the Lamb of God. Glory to the Lamb of God. Man, God is just so faithful. Uh and look, I know I'm pretty zealous about this. So I know I know some people, some of y'all probably took it or whatever. Like I said, to each his own. My main issue is the compulsion. Why are you trying to coerce me to do this to my body? Okay, sis, uh, so King of Grace says, the Lord gave me peace about vaccine after much consultation. Well, praise the Lord. I'm going to be honest with you, sister. I've, I've, uh, I haven't actually consulted him about it because I don't plan on taking it. <laughs> I don't feel like I need it. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm sitting here like, like, man, I really need this, but I just don't know if it's safe. I don't think I need it. You know, I don't think it's going to kill me and I'm not going to kill nobody by not taking it. I just, I don't, I don't buy into everything that they're claiming. I don't buy into the hysteria. Is it real? Yeah, it's real. Um, has it affected some people? It's affected uh, some people. You know what I mean? Um, but statistically, it hasn't. You know, it's this the way I see it. It's a it's another thing that has come into the world that affects people. It's cancer. It's the flu. It's HIV/AIDS. It's just another thing that's been introduced into the world that affects people. And what's happening is we're seeing a division between people who, 
You know, the Bible says in Hebrews, all through fear of death, they were kept in bondage. And the mortality, certain people who have never thought about their mortality are beginning to finally consider their, their mortality. And it's frightening them. And, and when you put fear into people, you can pretty much get them to do whatever you want them to do. So it says this in Hebrews chapter two, verse 15. Let's start at 14. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. So it's talking about what Christ came to do to destroy the works of the devil. Then in verse 15, it says, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. So fear of death puts you in bondage. And the Bible says, I think it says the fear of man brings a snare, but it puts you into bondage. So that's what's happening with a lot of folks. Uh, let's see. So my thing is this, the worst that can happen is I die. <laughs> and so, so we who know the Lord, we can say that and we can rejoice because we know that if we leave this earth, we're going to be with the Lord in heaven. You know what I mean? We're going to be with God in eternity. But if you don't know God and you say the worst that can happen is that I die and you are not righteous, you're not right with God or you don't know God or you don't believe in God, then that that literally is like it for you. And if you know God and you're not right with God, that's even worse because now you are looking at the prospect of going to hell, which is just insane. <laughs> but anyway, that that's kind of what we're facing. So what I did was I just put the link once again in the chat. We're at about nine o'clock, so we can we can go till nine thirty. So if anybody wants to join in cell phone or laptop, you can do that. Um, but I'm not taking anybody after 915. But in the meantime, I'm going to continue to read the comments. Pammy says, I asked God to keep me and he is, but it's hell on wheels with my left lung. Your body goes through some crazy stuff. You all, the symptoms are many and I was safe. Did not go out if I did not need to. I mean, it's a tricky thing. You know what I mean? It's a tricky thing. I, I I believe you. Like I said, it does affect people. It affects many different people in different ways. As I said before, everybody has a prayer life. Pray to God and see what he says about it. That's 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 every every human has that option. Glean from his word says, I wonder if America can be bought the debt we have in America. Well, America's in tremendous debt. I don't know the, 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 the magnitude, but I know that we continuously print money by the trillions. And we're certainly in debt. 
all the world's a stage. We were born for this, though. The Lord will never leave nor forsake us. I try not to go out today. I had to and was treated like some kind of rabid animal or criminal at Walmart. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh at that. We must stand. But that was funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all know I'm immature. I'm trying to grow up. You know what I mean? I'm trying to grow up. I promise I am. <laughs> Uh, but I, I got I got you. I feel what you're saying. I feel what you're saying. Sister Tatiana says, I don't think the red-blooded people would fight against it if the jab was pushed on the blueberry people only. Hope you can read in between the lines. <laughs> a little bit. I think it's going to hit me a little bit later, but I, I think I more or less probably get what you're saying. I know who the red-blooded people are. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to get the blue, the blueberry people. But I feel you. I feel you. Let's just say that. I feel you. And Sister Pammy, I don't know if you're still going through what you said, but but if you are, I pray that you be well in Jesus' name. He said that this is will for you to prosper and be in good health. And I believe that you shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Glean from his word says, I saw a sign today, unjab, wear mask, jab does not need to. Yeah, I've seen that sign before as well. I don't know if you guys saw what's happening in Australia, but I've heard that they are literally like cracking down in Australia, like some uh, sister Stephanie told me that they were going into somebody's house, like going into people's houses, asking if they had been vaccinated and stuff like that. And that's that's what doesn't set well with me. Those type of things. I know in Italy, I saw a video where the police were walking around. It's like people are at a restaurant trying to have dinner and the police were literally walking around asking people to see their vaccination cards. So what are we supposed to do with that? What are we supposed to do with that? That's why something about it just seems very off to me. That's just me. It just some about it seem off. Seems off. Sister Reese says the body of Christ is supposed to be the hierarchy over government and everything else. We need to rise up and stand on our God given stations as a whole. I agree. I agree. One of my prayers has been for me to get on my post. I need to. You know, I was away for a month. I was I was sitting on the bench getting a breather. I'm back in the game. Pammy says, I was not around people. I stayed home. I believe it's in the air. My sister lives with me and she does not have it. If you cannot handle pain, you are in trouble. I wish I could list all my symptoms. Well, that's interesting, sister. Um, I think the CDC did confirm that it's airborne. Somebody can fact check me on that. But it is airborne. It definitely is airborne. King of Grace says some are symptomless carriers. Absolutely. That's true. Moni says, I also feel like this is a last days thing. It just seems like all hell is breaking loose. We just have to stick close to God as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Repentance is critical right now. Absolutely. 
Sister Reese says the church is supposed to be to to telling the church is supposed to be telling government what's what. The church should have a voice. I agree. Um, now, I believe that the church has always been separate from government. Jesus said, render unto Caesar what's Caesar's and render unto God what's God's. You know, the faith has always been countercultural. If you look in Rome, that's why they got crucified. That's why Jesus got crucified. But they still they still fought and stood for what they believed in. Moni says she believes God may have blessed me to be comfortable for a reason. I, I'm comfortable for a reason. You know what I mean? I don't it might it has to be the grace of God because I just have a complete peace about this thing. You know, I talked to one of my um friends who's not saved and uh I'm just like, dude, I'm not worried about it at all. Like, <laughs> like at all, not worried about it at all. I'm worried about the hysteria. I'm just not worried about it at all. Pammy says, because this, it, this mess is crazy, you all, and you better know and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. At first, I lost taste in May. In June, I noticed my breathing was off. When August came around, it hit me. That's interesting, sister. I believe that you will be healed in Jesus' name. I'm going to email you and follow up and see how you're doing. You'll be all right. So everybody pray for Sister Pammy. She said, overnight, out of the blue, I should have gotten tested when I lost taste. Yeah, and that would that would uh really upset me. Because y'all know I love my food. Moni say, don't speak it, Brother Greg. All right, all right. Prayerfully, I'm going to keep my job. All right, prayerfully, I'm going to keep my job. <laughs> um, Say, God may want me at my job. Well, he might. Well, they're going to have to change some rules. You know what I mean? They're going to have to change some rules. Tatiana says, Sister Pam, I had gotten it twice. Second time, I had symptoms. Yes, it was. It's It's real. I was very sick. Yeah. The other thing that I'm concerned about is they don't advocate any other. Uh, they don't advocate. Hey, Sister Deidre, I'm about to bring you on in a second. Um, they don't advocate any other treatments. They just advocate for people to basically um, take that and that's it. Nothing about eating right. Nothing working out, nothing about um, preventative measures, nothing about, uh, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, not, I guess, therapies, you know what I mean? Like things to do. So nothing about that. But I want to I wanna hear what Sister Deidre has to say about this particular topic. Sister, you can come on, just weigh in. I don't care if you agree with me. I don't care if you disagree with me. <laughs> I want to have a nice little conversation. How are you doing, Sister? I'm doing fine. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Okay. So I wanted to chime in. I wanted, it was so much that I want to type. I was like, I need him to put a link in. So no, I actually agree with you. Um, early on in the pandemic, and it's a, it was a plan, of course, the Lord told, um, he had instructed me, he had gave me Psalms 91 and he told me, my grandmother and I to share it with my mom and my siblings 
and for us to, you know, to not worry because we knew that it was based in fear. So throughout the whole thing, I already had peace on not to take it before they actually rolled out a um, a vaccine. I had peace not to take it because I had never in my 35 years of living, I have never, ever saw it pushed so much. And I was like, why is it being pushed so much? Why are you giving out lottery tickets and money and scholarships? It just didn't make sense. In my brain, outside of me knowing the Lord, it didn't make sense logically. So even, okay, fast forward to now. Throughout the whole pandemic, you never saw, if this was a health crisis, not one time did you see a McDonald's close, a Burger King. Not one fast food place was closed. But this is a health crisis. What is the number one thing that we have in the United States, especially? Obesity. Mm-hmm. Build your immune system. Cut the television off. Cut mainstream media off. Cut all of the actual com- the outside world commentary off. Get in your word and seek the Lord for yourself. I cannot tell people to take the jab. I can't tell them not to take it. You need to seek the Lord and give you peace. Whether you take it or you don't, you still have to trust the Lord. Another thing with the um, with the whole vaccine thing, hydrochloroquine works. Zinc works. Vitamin D. And the other one is um, Avermectin. If you call a hospital, I know how, I'm in the DMV area and I know people personally in my family who works at hospitals. They have the cocktail. If you get sick with the symptoms of COVID, whether you get tested or not, you can go to the hospital, especially if you're getting, don't get to the point where you are um, gasping for air. But if you feel some of the symptoms and you feel like things are getting a little worse, ask the hospital specifically, do you have the cocktail? Because not everybody knows that term. They know what the cocktail is. And you have to advocate for yourself. I'm not saying that COVID is not a real thing. It's a real thing. But does it have to be real for you? And will you die from it? No. And that, right. and, I, and I've been standing on that from the very beginning. Because the enemy knows that when people get fearful, he already has them. Most people who have lost their lives, and I'm not saying that they didn't pass from COVID, most of it was in their mind and it was based in fear. I know people who have not, they have not left out the house since March, 2020. We're about to go into 2022. Wow. It's ridiculous. And it's based, it's all in your mind. They're constantly watching CNN. I'm like, you guys, this stuff is a machine that's constantly working. It's a machine. They're all, it's it's six, five or six men who are controlling everything we see, everything that we buy. It's a tactic. It's all for the great reset. And yeah. I know a lot of people don't want to hear it, and especially people in the church. They don't want to hear that. They just want to hear, get the jab and let's move on with our lives. Life as we mm-hmm. know it is over. Yeah. That's because... just the reality. And I'm content in that. Yeah. Yeah. Be, be, no, you're good. And and I thank you for that, because I want to say a few things about that. First and foremost, um, you're right, because they, they keep moving the goalposts. They keep 
saying, all right, we, this is once we do, it's just 15 days of slow to spread. We ain't, we, we're not trying to kill this thing. We see where it's headed and we just want to assuage it. We just want to calm it down. Then it turns down, turns into now we got to kill it. You know what I mean? We got to destroy it. And the only way you can do that is to get the shot. Then once you get the shot, they say, oh, well, it doesn't, it doesn't stop you from getting it. It doesn't, um, actually stop you from spreading it it just means that you'll be reduced and by the way now you got to get another shot in six months a booster so my thing is i see my sister on here i'm about to bring my sister stephanie in here my thing is um my thing is okay why why aren't we being educated in with other solutions because the thing you just mentioned sister deidre the cocktail, I never heard about that until just now. And most people don't. They don't know about it. Right. And, and I'm I've, like, because mm-hmm. that's not what's being pushed. You watch Fox 5, it's stay home, wear your mask. And I'm like, no. And I asked the Lord to protect me because I was at the point where I'm like, okay, I don't want to be mean going into stores, but I'm not wearing a mask. I'm suppressing. I need clean air. I'm mm-hmm. not wearing a mask. And it's got to the point where I'm like, if you're asking for a mask, I'm not coming into your store. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten and- to the point where I'm like, Lord, make me uncomfortable. I don't need to go in Target. I'm sorry. And for somebody, it may that may seem very extreme. But for me, I'm exercising that faith muscle now. Because when mm-hmm. things get completely out of hand to the point of they're asking you where your papers just to go into Giant, I don't want to go going giant i'm okay yeah. and everybody may not be in that place, but i'm going to stick to where the lord has me and i'm going to continue to exercise that muscle and some for some people it's just a mask it's not just a mask our freedoms are being taken away so. man there, there, there is there is a concerted effort i want to hear what my sister stephanie has to say about this issue yes so hey, go ahead, hey. And weigh in. hey sis i just Hi. wanted to say Hi, hi, Deidre. I just wanted to say that I think I'm well, thank you. (laughs) I um, I just wanted to say that I think it's real funny how, especially this administration, they um, they are pro-choice, right? So you're pro-choice when it comes to abortion. When it's convenient, I can make decisions for my own body when it comes to possibly murdering a child, but I can't make decisions for my own body when we're talking about an experimental, well, a vaccine that they say is going to help. You know what I mean? Like, you're, are you giving me my rights or are you not? Because I'm confused at this point. Like, do I have control of my own body or not? Right. You know what I mean? So especially, like I said, Biden, he's pro-choice, pro-choice, mm-hmm. pro-choice. You know what I mean? When it comes to abortion. But that's, that's no different from why can I choose to keep or abort a baby but i can't be vaccinated or not or not vaccinated you know what i mean so i are you don't you really don't have the freedom to well for now we do but you know what i mean this is like i could get an abortion but i can't choose whether or not i want to take a a vaccine that (laughs) exactly i understand exactly what you're saying and you know i think the argument that they would make is that you're putting others at harm or something like that. But that's exactly what an abortion is. You're harming another person. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's your body, but there's another person another inside person. of your body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
that is the ultimate i just think it's funny how like <laughs> that's like if i just think it's funny how I was a person um but man there's there's, there's just no advocate advocate advocation i don't think i use that right of any other options you know what i mean i think that when donald trump allegedly had it i guess he had it and he took hydrochloroquine or he was taking hydrochloroquine i know that and he beat it mm -hmm. and they tried to minimize it you know what i mean it's like they don't want anything else to work other than mm -hmm. the jab mm -hmm. i didn't know that what you said sister deidre about zinc about vitamin d i know those things are healthy in general mm -hmm. you know and That's i've been going out thing. walking uh-huh go ahead mm -hmm. Right. The thing is, with hydrochloroquine, the reason they don't want to push it because in France, they took it off the shelf before the pandemic rolled out. Because in um, in Europe, you can go, you have to go into the pharmacy to get your medications and then take them to your doctors. You go and get your vaccines and take them to your doctors in Europe. So with hydrochloroquine, the reason they didn't want to put it out because it's already... I mean, for um, for a treatment for COVID with the hydrochloroquine, the zinc, vitamin D, let's just say if you had to pay out of pocket, it's dollars. Pharma doesn't make money. They make no money because it's already been tested. It's been around for 75 years. <laughs> they make no money. <laughs> so it's for them, it's like it's not worth it for us. Because yeah. we make no money. And this whole thing is all it's all about eugenics. Yeah. I Unfortunately, agree. Unfortunately, it's it's to depopulate. Mm -hmm. That's 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 the biggest thing. And the thing is the reason why I keep rolling out these boosters and rolling out, you you gotta get it again, you have to get it again, because people didn't die faster. Unfortunately. Sheesh. And I know people don't like the numbers that. aren't high enough. These people are not dying. It's to boost up a little bit more. We need to keep the variants going. There's a new one now. Yeah, they want to keep this thing. They want to keep the goals. They want to keep moving. They're like, okay, people are not dying quick enough. Yeah. It's all in yeah, the, it's an let, agenda. Yeah, I'm going to let you weigh in real quick, Steph. But, um, you know, it's interesting. If you really pay close attention, when this all first kind of jumped off, mm. they kind of had Gates, like Bill Gates, was yeah. a strong advocate mm -hmm. and i think what ended up happening was a lot of people started saying the same guy that was doing ted talks about controlling the population is now advocating this so mm -hmm. you notice you don't see him as much anymore recently yeah. and i believe that that's by design because they probably was like Hey, look, man, it's kind of it's kind of like this is this is such a bad person to compare him to. But it's almost like when uh, God didn't let David build the temple because he had too much blood on his hands. <laughs> so he had Solomon build the temple. It's like they was like, look, man, um, mm -hmm. just lay low for a little bit. So they gave him a little divorce and was like, all right, you just going to be quiet. But were you about to say something, Steph? No, no, I was just agreeing. Like, I do believe that it's a um, population right. control issue, like a depopulation issue. But I also believe that it's just a control issue overall and a form of, um, you know, ushering in this 
new uh, new world order or this one world order yes. or whatever it is. Um, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. I, I don't absolutely. think it's the mark, but mm -hmm. I do think it's like, you know, the precursor for the mark. Absolutely. Yeah. Control is is certainly it. You know what I mean? This this is they one of these. To, I think they wanted to kind mm -hmm. of see how quick people would sign up to get it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It's like a test run. Yeah. Like how effective is this method? Man. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Well, that's, 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 uh, we've mm. never really seen anything in this country. You know, I was, I was talking to a guy, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but there's a former coworker who I have and he worked at my old job and I hadn't heard from him in a couple of years. I think Sister DJ dropped off. Thanks for joining, <laughs> Sister. I'm not sure if that was by accident or on purpose. But anyway, um, long story short, he called me and picked my brain a little bit and we kind of felt the same way. And God willing, we're going to um, see if there's anything we can do. Okay, she back. Um, yeah, okay, you back. But uh, and. Why did I bring him up? Okay. Um, goodness, oh. I, for, I forgot. <laughs> Your brother, oh, pray for me. But um, man, <laughs> God is good. I see that God's spell, Ronan, is on, but it says something about your device not being connected. So, you know, if you can get back on, great. Um, but yeah, people are going to have to mobilize and they're making it harder for people to mobilize because of big tech. Oh, that's what I was about to say. So my friend called me from, well, my coworker called me from my old job. And there's a phrase that I heard recently. I don't know who coined it, but it basically said, strong men create. No, let me get it right. Let me get it right. Let me get it right. It said, bad times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. And where we are in this country is we have had some good times. I'm really like, I'm looking at 2021 and I'm appreciating the eighties and the nineties and a little <laughs> bit, a little bit of the two thousands. I'm thinking about, man, like I know I was a kid and everything is better when you're a child, but even even as a child, it wasn't right. perfect at all. Mm -hmm. It was violence back then. It was issues back then, but it was different. It yeah. was different. And despite of all the issues that this country has had since its inception and in the 70s and 60s and 50s and all of that, relatively speaking, con concerning human history, we've been in a golden age, specifically in America. Okay. And we're not used to going through anything yeah. real we're yeah. not used to communism in america we're not uh -huh. used to having food being rationed out like it's the great depression in the 1930s we're not used to um all of these things and i think it's because we had good times and during these good times men got weak and people got got lascivious or i think the word y'all told me it was uh licent licentious or something like that Basically, people were wilding out, and we're paying the price for it now. Uh, but 
anyway, all of that bad news. It's affecting the generation. <laughs> generation. Yeah, God is still in control. I wanted yeah. to share one more That's thing. Really um, this is something, Brother Greg. It was sister, something I wanted you, to. You, um, you're breaking up a teeny bit, sister, but I can I can hear you. But you're you breaking up, but uh, a little bit. Go ahead. Yeah, I can't hear. Okay. It's um okay. this was sent to me by my aunt. Ooh, hold on, let me see. Let me see. If you can see it just of them try to put it in the screen. So this is all the CDC's funding. <laughs> it's Bill and Melinda Gates, Health Canada, Walt Disney, Government of Simons USA. Catholic University, Kaiser Permanente, Johnson & Johnson, Diazam Laboratories, Quest Diagnostics, Roche Diagnostics, National Association of Chain Drug Stores Foundation, Pfizer, PayPal, Novartis, Facebook, Merck, MailChimp, Exxon, P&G, Cargo, Coca-Cola, Dell Incorporated. So this lets show who's running the machines. That's who's funding the CDC for them to push the information. Wow. So. <laughs> well. I feel like um, people who. If, if, it's like, not a health crisis. crisis. I'm not. I'm not. I, you know, of course. Yeah. I'm not saying COVID is not a real thing. It's not as deadly as they are. And the people, unfortunately, who've passed in the hospital. They had they were they were practicing malpractice people because they needed the numbers. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. yeah. And those people, you know, those people they died in the midst of it. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think from a certain period to a certain period of time, if you were admitted to the hospital for anything, um, they automatically attributed those deaths to COVID. If you if you passed away, if people who passed away, whether that was true or not, I mean, like you can't trust their numbers. You know what I mean? Like, I, well, I can't trust their numbers. I um, yeah. I think I think um, it, for people who do who have gotten the vaccine, believers and non-believers, like or believe believers specifically, like um, I, um, everybody everybody has a choice, you know. I put in the, um, in the comments, like, according to your faith, you know, you have to do what you feel as though the Lord is leading you to do according to, to your faith. Um, because some people just are just adamant about not taking it. And some people feel like, well, the Lord is going to cover me whether I take it or not, but I'm going to do this so I can keep my job or, you know, whatever. Dif different people have different reasons for doing it or not doing it. But I just believe at the end of the day, like, you know, um, it's it's person it's a personal choice, and, you know, for each individual. Um, yeah, I mean, of course it is. We know that, but yeah, according to your faith, I, I ain't taking it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, sis. Yeah, I, I definitely. Um, I'm just the type of person like I don't want I don't want nobody messing with my body and all that. You know what I mean? That's just my thing. Like, just leave my body alone. Let me do me. Look, I, I told y'all I ain't even gonna tell y'all the last time I had a physical because if I did, y'all unsubscribe. <laughs> crazy. Well, yeah. I'm gonna tell you this. 
the last time I had a physical, I wasn't saved. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm not going to. I don't say that all out no more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I, and I'm not, a, I'm not against physicals. You know, I'm not against physicals and nothing like that. Need, you feel like you don't need it. No, nah, it ain't even that. It's just I, maybe it is. Obviously, it is that, but um, it's just like. Like I'm all right, you know what I mean. If I That's feel like I, I might feel need like one, need it. yeah. If, if I feel like I might need one, I'm good. But I'm gonna eat right or eat okay. I'm gonna take my walks. You know, Sister Tarima got me getting my steps in, and hey, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. We'll be all right. I'm a, I'm a, but I I might get one soon because it wouldn't surprise me if they'll be like. You can't see a doctor unless you have the jab or something like that. And I'm like, all right, well, I, let me just get it just so um, I can have, you know, my check in, <laughs> my every decade check in to uh, make sure I'm doing all right. Uh, but um, man, crazy because most men don't go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Greg That's is the- like most men times 10. <laughs> For that Look, type stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm I need to do a little something. I got a dentist appointment next week, so hopefully they, you know, if I'm gonna get my little Invisalign or something, maybe I'll uh maybe I need to get that done before they say I can't get that. But listen, I'm I'm getting ready to close out. Did y'all have any final <laughs> thoughts, Sister Deidre or um Sister Stephanie? Now I would just say and I would just, you know, a word of encouragement to everybody, you know. Um God is a healer. So even if you do happen to, you know, um, get affected with the virus, God is faithful. God is a healer. The word of God says, are there any sick among you? You know, bring them to the elders. Or, or, you know, it it may not even have to be an elder per se, but, you know, you get the gist of the context, you know, like God is a healer. So it's I don't I don't think that it's nothing that we can't we can't overcome with the Lord, um, his power, according to his grace. So that's all. Praise the Lord. You got any final thoughts, Sister Deidre? No, I really agree with Sister Stephanie. And, um, and for people not to walk in fear, get dig into your word, um, continue to build prayer life. And I think in during this time, I think as believers, we have forgotten that God is the ultimate healer. He's the ultimate physician. Man, what? So, yeah. Yes. And stay encouraged. Yeah. <laughs> and cut the TV yeah. off. Cut seeing it off. Yeah. <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> yeah. And, and work out. <laughs> and work out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't mean I don't you, mean to be disrespectful. Right. Yeah. I don't mean to be disrespectful when I say this. But the wages of sin is death. And gluttony is a sin that we don't talk about. And I ain't gonna act all all high and mighty because look i I get my grub on you know what i mean but i try to make good choices when Mm -hmm. i can you don't have to be arnold Mm -hmm. schwarzenegger or anything like that you're not training for the olympics but get active go out take some walks Mm -hmm. put something green on your plate um Mm -hmm. you know what i mean cut back on the sodas drink water do what you have to do to build your immune system. You know what I mean? 
Um, less chicken look, wings. Yeah. Let, well, less fried chicken wings. Can I, can I compromise on that? I can bake some wings or air fry some wings. I love my wings. Chicken wings. But, <laughs> but not no chicken wings every day. Don't be eating chicken can, can wings you, every can day. You can do an oven bake, brother Greg. <laughs> I yeah. can do an oven bake. Bake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Grill. <laughs> Grill. Whatever. Whatever it takes. Make good decisions. You yeah. know because. Amen. Uh, Look, yeah. I don't know what percentage of people that have had complications have been obese or something like that, but sometimes stuff come back to haunt you. And that this is one of the reasons why we need to be healthy, because you just never know. You just never know. So I'm about to close out. I just want to say, look, yes. um, prayerfully, I keep my job. But if not, um, I do music video editing. I'm going to start doing short films. I cut lawns. I cut my mom grass this morning. In fact, if you want to see some pictures, they on my Instagram. Uh, I cut hair every now and then. I write. I can write some blogs. I can edit. You know, by the grace of God, I'm like a jack of you all trades. You know what I mean? Of income. I, oh, that might have to be it. Sister Stephanie, she cook. You know what I mean? She give advice. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, you you gonna be a counselor now? We, look, listen, we got I hustle out here, sis. Listen, I'm gonna I'm get it how I live. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> absolutely. Jara, right. <laughs> gotta get our grind on. Well, listen, family. Um, I apologize for not being able to Amen. get to every comment. I know the comments had to be popping on this particular topic because it's very polarizing. I know there's folks on all ends of the spectrum, and I I respect. Look, I respect everybody's opinion. Um, I expect, especially all y'all who tune in, um, support the channel, the ministry, regardless of how you feel about it. You know what I mean? I respect your opinion. Um, so I'm gonna go back and chat about this. And if we need to have a part two, then we'll have a part two. Want to say really quickly, be on the lookout for some solid talks coming soon, some guests being on and things like that. Everything back on schedule. So listen, family, that's all I have in today's tonight's solid talk prayerfully. We can take something away from this discussion. Uh, oh, sis Stephanie, do hair too. <laughs> I'm sorry, sis. We got to get it in. We got to get it in. Like, I do too. Um, yeah. Somebody the frontal class. You got a little business class. or something. Go ahead, throw it out there because we all in the DMV. So we know how this area is. But praise you. God. Yeah, Amen. So. I'm about to be like baby D. Our baby said do hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Well, I'm gonna hop off here. So that's all we have in this solid talk family. We pray that you've been edified. You all take care and be blessed. Good night. <laughs> it's a solid talk. Speaking out loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth Cancel culture can't keep me in check In front beginning gotta tell us what's next True believers they can come and connect Call in or even come as a guest And show each other respect I keep it solid I'm dropping knowledge Wisdom understanding just like you done went to college Devil know we working His goal is to try to stop it Helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it Controversial topics just to keep it honest Truth hit hard just like it's a blunt object Culture living godless I can't even call it We in the last days Babylon is falling 
Don't kill the messenger, I can't mess with ya Points got a plethora, this life will keep on testing ya Let's walk and get the best of ya I'm trying to tell you bruh, only a the Shelby say we trying to get the rest Speaking of ya Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check And from beginning gotta tell us what's next True believers they can come and connect Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect Spiritual wickedness in high places Trying to cause division with the people and the races Jesus gave commission, say go out to all the nations So we streaming live on television and the stations No, we taking off like asteroids up in the spaces The cross was Eddie Murphy, then I grow we trading places The lost must understand that we cannot be void of graces So we preach it to a generation that is faithless Understand his greatness, ancient of the ages Written on my heart, the red letters of the pages, the blood of Jesus covers all my sin and it erases. I pleaded and believe it, so it covers all my bases. Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check. And from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect, call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. Try and keep my sanity amongst calamity. Social media, nothing more than narcissistic vanity. PC culture on a mission, and they try to cancel me, but I know Jesus gonna. To keep me covered like a canopy Blood give me amnesty No I can't handle me Not where I wanna be But best believe I plan to be Flesh wrestle against the spirit Main event and slamboree So I need them every day to daily, weekly, annually Iron sharp as iron So I'm strengthened by my brethren We may not meet down here But guaranteed the link in heaven The born again and righteous Are the ones he's gonna let in Let's keep the faith and be amongst the saints When they step in